Welcome to episode 96 of the Muck Podcast, an affiliate of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, <laughs> hi. Oh, hi. Hi. Happy Halloween. Oh, my God. So I'm wearing my Phoebe Bridgers outfit, Adorable. my skeleton Phoebe Bridgers. So cute. I've been preparing for this day for a long time. You know, I've been dyeing my hair white so I can look like Phoebe Bridgers. For forever. Halloween. Oh my God. It's yeah. amazing. Thank you. I I'll can't be, wait. I'll be dressed later. Yeah. What are you going to be? Oh, I'm just throwing on. I have a headband with like a little witch's hat on it cute. and cute. a little cape and I'll yeah. be like in a little, like. Little, little, little. Yes. Love it. Yes. Well, I'm excited too. I was going to wear it to hockey this morning, but I didn't because I thought I would embarrass my son. So I came out in my purple jumpsuit and he goes, is that what you're wearing? I'm like, <gasps> listen, I wanted to put on my Phoebe Bridgers outfit, but this is what I'm wearing. He yeah. goes, it looks like pajamas. I'm like, fuck, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Who is He's he? 10. How is he judging? Can we stop? Yeah. Can we please stop now? It's the, it's the age where they're mortified Holy shit. to be you know, anywhere. I'm sorry. I look cute as fuck. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Oh. <laughs> Um, so we got a lot to talk about up front. Oh first my God. Of all, I'm going to tell you this right now. I have not, I've reached out to her personally, but I have not lost my fucking mind on social media about what's happening with Sarah. Oh, uh, she's, I a, have that on my, our friends, my list. Do. It's, it's, we've talked, she's been on our show as a little muck guest, but she is a personal friend of ours, Sarah Leonardi, who's the school board member in Broward County. You know, these school board members all across Florida have been under attack for months. For months because of the mass mandates and yeah. wanting to protect students and teachers uh, like you and making sure everybody is safe. And we live in a state where they don't think that. They think parents should be making yes. those decisions. And, and well, where they actually, our, our Surgeon General actually said to parents, if your kids have COVID, just send them yeah, to school them and school. you don't have to put a mask on them. Yeah. That's what we're fighting against here as parents in, in Florida. So when you have school board members uh, like Sarah Leonardi who, who actually stand up. give a fuck. Who you know, stand up, who yeah. maintain their integrity. Yeah, it matters. Because it's easy to cave. Yes, and that kind of shit matters. And we need that sort of leadership. But what happens on the other side is a constant barrage of attacks. And it's hate. And it's, it's hateful. violent. There's it's violent. Threats of violence, threats of sexual violence, threats of murder. Yeah. Um, attacks on social media, yeah. personal and, email attacks. And the information is false. Like, I, you yes. know, you're looking at it, it's like, that teacher, it's like, one, she's not a teacher. Yeah. Two, she didn't put the whole trip together. Like, yeah. she was so invited to chaperone. Like, all yeah. of the I facts are wrong. I wanted to talk about that. So, leading up all to... All of the facts are wrong. Leading up to what happened a few weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago now, um, or I guess it was last week. It uh, feels like it's been a while, yeah. but it's, it's just, it's recent. So, I grew up in Wilton Manors as a city here in Broward County, and uh, when I was in grade school, I went to Wilton Manors Elementary, but when yes. I was in grade school... Um, the LGBTQ community, mainly the gay community at that time, started to move into Wilt Manors. And it started to become more and more LGBTQ heavy, I guess you could say. And is known around the world as one of the yes. largest LGBTQ communities in the world now. And it's, who doesn't love Wilt Manors? Yeah, Wilt Manors is an amazing city. I love it. And there's there's wonderful restaurants. restaurants everything. And, and, yeah. Like, it's nightlife. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's just, yes. it's like... Wonderful so place to be. There's a restaurant called Rosie's Bar and Grill, and it's a a fun restaurant yes. to go and bring your kids. I've my, taken my, my kids former, there several yes, fucking times. My former roommate worked there for years yeah. up until recently. It's a wonderful place. Yes. It's 
it's all mostly outdoors patio. It's beautiful. And I would like to remind everyone too, that right after, right when the pandemic hit, they were giving away free meals to people. Yep. They had nobody coming into that restaurant and they were giving, like they were doing to-go orders, but they were giving food away to families. Wow. Like they were cooking meals. It was an incredible fucking uh, yes. restaurant in our community. And they do a lot of um, fundraiser, like yes. a, a lot of events. events. There. A lot it's of an events. amazing place, but it's, it is literally like probably a half a mile from Wilt Manor yes. Elementary. And there's a field trip that they do every year from the school where they walk to the restaurant before it opens and they have a little menu for the kids kids and the kids get to learn about how a restaurant works. Yes. How do you order? How yeah. do you pay? What how, is, do, who, how does the cook do? Yes. yes. What does the chef do? What does the general manager do? And they learn it's a community field trip. Parents sign the field trip sign. It's uh, not a she, big deal. They walk to the school. And they walk. So Sarah, our friend, Sarah Leonardi, who's a school board member, a, a chaperoned the trip this year. Yes. I took pictures and put pictures up of, I was so yes. excited to, sh- to share in this event yes. and the kids are all excited. Okay. Well, that got and shared. Somehow, it, somehow gets, it gets national news. Because somebody like added, you know, like a at Fox bar. News or at, at you know, yes. Car, whatever that guy's this name is. This liberal school board member took kids yeah. to a gay bar. Yeah. I mean, it got so twisted. It's insane. And it blew and the not fuck to, and up. And not to mention that all, the, the one wonderful thing that she does as a school board member mm-hmm. is she is constantly posting about the schools that she visits, yes. the opportunities that she has to be with the kids from all the different, the elementary, middle, high school yeah. in her community. She's always posting about, I got to do this today, I got to do that today, got to do, it wasn't like she's just suddenly like, Random. I'm out here with this agenda. Yeah. Like, it, it was, it's so ridiculous. The comments... We're insane. Um, we're that she's trying to indoctrinate children into a sex cult. Oh yeah, I literally. Oh, it, they were like, "Why not? Why not? Uh, what's next? A meth lab?" Oh, it's like, I, what are you talking there about? There was one that I actually commented on on Twitter, and I didn't want to get too engaged in it because I would like it to go away. But the the somebody a quote retweeted we t- retweeted her tweet, and it said, "Sarah Leonardi is a pedophile." Oh my god! And I commented, I said, "I'm just flagging this for a fucking slander lawsuit." Like, how in the fuck? Do you say shit like this about it, people? Sick. And that's it's not sick. even that's not even starting with the fucking emails. I know. And and messages and not only that folks. They found phone numbers for her personal yep. phone, her, her parents, her friends, her our church. friend Al, our friend Alfredo was receiving hate texts. Yeah. They went, they doxed her. They yeah. fucking doxed her. It isn't, and I, not and that's nothing. That, that needs to be she illegal. Is, that needs to be illegal. So let me say something else. I'm all sw- of the information. All of it's wrong. So let me say this to people right now. I know that we live in Florida, which everyone thinks is a red state, which yes. it is. It is a red state. And it's a fucking crazy place. Yes. But there are pockets of oasises around the state. Yeah. And in Broward County, where we live, is the bluest county of, in yes. all of Florida. And that's where Wilton Manors is. This is our home. This is our community. And in this fucking community, we support the LGBTQ community. One million percent We love the LGBTQ community. We know they are not pedophiles. They are not fucking trying to indoctrinate it's, it's, children. It's, it's insane. How dare you fucking say anything about that school, that restaurant, this leader, how fucking dare you? You don't know shit. And the people commenting aren't even They're from here. They're not even from here. You don't here. see Republicans here going after Sarah Leonardi. No. Because they know that that's, that's our, this is our fucking know. community. And guess what? Guess what? P.S. 
there's Republicans that go to Rosie. There's like Rosie. There's so many people that this go to Rosie. It's like it's like yeah, as such a well established. If they if these give people me a break. knew if they knew what the fucking restaurant was and who we are here, it's ridiculous. This, they would know this. Is and they're like, stupid. look at the look at the innuendo, and it's like, give me a break. Nobody give gives me a fuck. A break. And kids don't understand that. Right. So what you're doing and is they were making on, shit up. They're out in the outdoor patio. Like Tina, the whole thing is stupid. It's fucking dumb. The other thing that is ridiculously shocking was the fact that our governor had launched an investigation oh, please. and sent somebody down to investigate sure, go this on. situation. Go ahead. Investigate. And, and, and like her job is going to be at risk. Please give me a break. And this is only because Broward County said, fuck you. We're having right. a mask. Oh, uh, 1 million That's percent. Why. And this is another opportunity for this jerk off of a governor. This motherfucker. To have uh, now like have some press. Please. And, and show how he's going against the loop tards. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. I've never seen someone mm. who plays to the press. I mean, it's, he's a mini Trump. Yeah. Well, he'll be our next president. Oh, please God. get ready for it, bitch. Well, then we're over. Get then ready. it's over because unfortunately he's got a bit more intelligence than Trump. And well, that's going to be the scary combination. I'm waiting combination. to see it. I'm waiting to it's see gonna it. It's going to be the scary combination. Anyway, these motherfuckers aren't going to, they're not, it, here's the thing. She's got too many people who love her and care about her who have fucking tracked right. these people down. Good. And I'm going to tell you right now. Let the lawsuits not, happen. When you think you're a troll and you can comment on people's pages and you think you're going to get away yeah. with it, fuck you. Good. You're not getting away with shit. Good. So you better Why don't you show your em, their employers? You yeah. want to play doxing? Oh, that's Let's what's go. happening. Let's that's go. what's happening. Good. So go fuck yourself. Good. You oh. fucking motherfuckers. Yes. Fuck this makes me you. happy. Bitch, please. I'm I fucking here for it. Love we love it. you, Sarah. I told her, I sent her, she said, I put something in my stories today and she said, thank you for this. It's something about like, even when you have bad days, like there's good days coming. Remember those days? Yeah. And she said, thank you for this. And I wrote her back and I was like, girl, I know we're both going through different shit, but like, if you want to cry, you can call me because I'm probably already crying. So uh, just fucking call me and we'll cry together. She's just, she's amazing. I, she's I had best. sent her something super early. It was, su- it was like six something in the morning. And she's like, it was so nice to wake up to this yeah. instead of like oh my all God. of this other stuff. What a fucking nightmare. But but can I say something else? If she runs it for re-election, I mean, is that possible? Do you think that she would ever, I mean, I don't want to speculate because I've never had that conversation with her. I'd like to say that, but I can't imagine this is a way that someone wants to continue to serve their community when you are going through this shit. I know. It's, this it's, is a good, but, but amazing, this is amazing the, but, leader. But this is the problem. This is the problem that people who are good and amazing yeah. getting treated like this and then they don't run because what um, I was on, there was a great call. It was a uh, that she was on and a couple other community leaders um, that we know, Emma Collum, Jasmine Rogers, and talking about how there is going to be this rush in Florida mm. of Republican women yeah. running for school board seats. Oh my God. Like that is the target. The target are school board seats now. And it's these, it's a uh, uh, moms of Liberty. Oh, right. I've seen it, this. Group. Yeah. Like, and that's the frightening thing. So then you're going to have people who are, Good, strong leaders that are like, well, why the hell? Why? Because why? Yeah. Why? Why? I wouldn't. Why do if, it? I would why never. Do if it? I was in her shoes, I would right? never fucking do this again. You know? I would go back. It's, it's like the other lady we, we, say, we uh, covered from Vermont. You know, yes. like, why? Yes. Why do it? No. It's not worth the, the person. You know, why does why? Why do I have to be the sacrificial lamb on the altar? Right. But then but, but then, then then what? Then we're just handing shit over to the nut jobs. 
Yeah, but Tina, <sighs> the fucking mental abuse. No, I know. It's not right. Sometimes you just have to be like, go fuck yourself. No, I know. You know what I mean? But, but it's or not right. Or you're a tough old broad, like what we saw at that we, at our <sighs> Dolphins meeting a few weeks ago. Yes. Debbie Wasserman Schultz was in there. She's a tough fucking old broad. She is. I don't mean old in like as no, no, an no, age. No. I mean like she's seasoned. Yes. In this shit. She's like, let's and go. And she don't take shit. She doesn't. The second someone tries to step up, she's like, um. Excuse me. Yeah. I was like, woo. Excuse me. She, okay, <laughs> she, don't, she don't take shit. And part uh, of it's like, what? Like, I, I don't know. But I don't know. we need to, there needs to be something to protect. And, and this kind of behavior is, it's not acceptable. Well, then the police, the FBI. There, there has to be something. There has to be done. some kind of, and, and I don't know if that would be a federal Tina, law. this woman's receiving fucking death no, threats. No, I know. That should death be, threats. that's illegal, isn't it? it? Absolutely. These fuck, these motherfuckers are not getting away with it. They're not getting away with it. All right, we got to move on because my, right. my blood pressure. But by the way, this is the time when we should have had a camera in here because I was exploding. God damn God it. God damn it, Tina. We got to plan this. We need time to plan this. Yeah. I have a I have a week off coming soon. Okay. Maybe yes, I'll do take, some testing. Yeah, do some it. camera testing. Um, so I, I wanted, uh, oh wait. I wanted ahead. to say this, another thing that pissed me off this week okay. is that Judge Schroeder, who oh, ruled yes. that the victims of that, that crazy... Uh, the white boy, Kyle Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse, yeah, who you know killed people, murdered, murdered people in the streets, in the streets. But we're not allowed to call them victims. We have Ooh. to call them rioters, and that, so or that's looters, ha- right? Or so that's happening. That's in our court systems. And then Monday, mm-hmm. we have Roe v. Wade yep. is is going to start being you know attacked, talked about. It's it, like we are screwed. And even with the like the Voting Rights Act, mm-hmm. that's the highest court in the land. That's like nah. Like I we know. are, it is really turning into where I'm legitimately like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? What do I do? Where this is America. Well, I have news for you. America is a, a shithole. Remember when Trump says shithole countries? Yeah. He forgot to. He forgot our name on that yeah, list at the top. This is a fucking shithole country. It is. It, we it's are greedy, so greedy, greedy, greedy self-absorbed, greedy, greedy, thinking we're nasty. better than everybody else, thinking that we know best, <sighs> forcing our fucking religion down people's throats. It, it's, Fuck you. Stop. We have to stop already. Oh, please. Never. It's a consumption of power and like we're just egos. Sick. We, we're it's sick. fucking insane. We, there's something wrong with- you know, Kate and I were talking about this yesterday and she's mindset. looking at me and she's like, I have no hope left. I go, fuck it, join the plot. Like, she's like, nothing's ever going to change. And I got to tell you where I've learned that nothing will ever change is being involved. Yeah. I have learned more being I involved know. in this party and doing this stuff that we do, being a volunteer and all this shit that we do. That's, it's so political that nothing will ever fucking change. The being nice to people who we shouldn't fucking be nice to, giving space to people to talk to us that we shouldn't be giving yeah. fucking space to for political reasons is fucked up. Yeah. It's and fucked And we're the only party up. doing that. Yeah. I wouldn't give space to any of these motherfuckers. I don't want to play, <sighs> play fucking games because you're playing games with people's lives. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're fucking with this. It's not fucking okay. It's not okay. And that judge should be fucking taken out. No. Like disbarred. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And they, where, where, the, I, I don't know enough. This is where I don't know enough about the legal system, about appointments like that, about. You can't take about, an AR-15 onto the streets and murder right. people and tell me those people are not Our victims. victims. If that gun was in a school. Give me a break. Those, those people who were murdered would have been victims and we all would have been crying and, about how terrible this is. If a judge this is, is supposed to be objective and supposed to be nonpartisan, yeah. like it's clear. The other fact is, is that this kid 
was, you know, come along, come along. But we got to get you down to the station. There's videos of him walking past yeah. police officers who are letting him go yeah. by. That's insane. No. Okay, so, yeah, we're all fucked. Uh, let's see. The last thing I want to talk about. Oh, we went to karaoke. <gasps> yeah, we went to karaoke Oh, my God. The best How night of my life. fun The best night. Karaoke. I rolled in almost 2 a.m. Yeah. And. 2 a.m. Yeah. yeah. My my son was like, when would you get home? And I was Oops. like, oh, around 2. And he's like, in the morning? <laughs> and I was like, I yes. could not sleep that night. I woke up at 6.30 in the morning and I was like wide awake. Ugh. I had so much to drink. Well, first of it all, was... I get there and you guys were already there. And I walk in and you start screaming. And I was like, ah! <laughs> And then I look over and there's like crowds of people. But they were all in Halloween I know. Costumes. I wish you would have dressed up. It was karaoke. I had no fucking idea. I know fucking I would have worn my karaoke. I would have worn my Phoebe Bridgers. Uh. And then uh, we sang the best. You Tina, you pick the best fucking songs every time. I do? Yes. <gasps> Tina I did, can't sing what them, though. She fucking did Sublime, what I got. Oh, my it God. It was perfection. It was and, of so course, cute. American Girl is so Oh, I good. did American Girl. I love that song. Yes. Oh, my God. And then so Justin Rickrolled everybody at the end. What did he do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did Rick Astley. Yes. Yeah. I did Journey, and I did... Um, Oh, Centerfold by Chief Oh, that was perfect. Loved it. Oh, the whole thing fuck. was perfect. It was so much yes. fun. Yes. It was just so very laid back and very, it just was, everyone was just happy. Dancing, cheering for other people. Oh my God. And there was the Vajayjay lady. Oh my God. This woman. Oh. First of all, she was very brave to wear that dress. She's my, she was my favorite woman Me of the Me too. Night. She had a cape on and a green wig and she'd come up, well, first of all, I was singing Journey and she kept coming up and I, and I said, like she would dance behind you if you were singing, and I yeah. said, "I don't need a backup. <laughs> get the fuck out of here!" And then the the lady yeah, thank escorted God. her out. Yeah, yeah they, get out! I don't need you. I don't. I'm not here to sing for you to dance. And so anyway, her skirt was very short, and she was down there doing splits. We saw full the jazz. Oh my God! The bowling for alley, days. at the bowling alley. Uh, the for days, night. but it was great. Oh my God, honey, show it. Who she gives was, a yes, fuck? she live was your just life, in honey. Her moment, <laughs> she was. She was having hey, fun. You never. It could be me one day. Who there knows? Were, <laughs> there were regulars. Yes, um, it was. Uh, it was such a mix of people. There were like these metalheads. Like it was. Yeah, yeah. It was like <laughs> bikers at the the bar in Wilton Manor. I I yeah, don't know. It, it was a. It was it, a great mix. Yeah, it was a great mix. And it was mix. so funny because Justin. We were trying to figure out, like, because Walt Manners, again, hello, it's a gay community, yes. right? But this this bowling alley, Justin and I were saying that it's like a it's like a, an island where there's no reception. There's no gaydar reception. <laughs> <laughs> the gaydar doesn't work oh, here. Oh, well, because so people were walking that, up. Yeah, there was this guy there was walking super up. super cute guy that we were all like, wait a minute. <laughs> he kept, Is he looking at me? No, he's looking at me. Yeah, no, yeah. looking at me. Who knew? I think Nobody he was looking at all of us. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't figure it out. No, but he was cute. Yeah, I mean, you know. He's a, but he's a karaoke. Yes. Person. Oh, the, these yeah. there were professional karaoke yeah. people. Like this and is their life. They pick songs that are like seven minutes long, and you're like, go fuck oh, yourself already. Really, they should cap it. <laughs> they should. Yeah, but that was fun. I had so much fun. Oh my god. I I don't remember really driving home, which is not oh a that's good thing. not good. I, I wanted I wanted I know um, I know. to take you I was, home. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, next time we have to find a way to either Uber there or, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah. have to have. I totally could have walked to my mom's house from there. Yeah. You know, but I didn't need to. I was fine. I got home fine. Yeah. I talked to you guys on the when I got oh, home. Oh, my God. <laughs> you FaceTime. <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning on a fucking FaceTime. 
Oh my god! I had four gin and tonics, and I felt so good. And I did a shot with Emma. We're sitting at the we're standing at the bar waiting for a drink. She's like, "We should do a shot, like a pussy shot." <laughs> like, like <laughs> what? Like a lemon drop? She goes, "Yeah." So the guy makes this lemon drop shot, and we did it, and it was so fucking strong. Oh. It was. They so have strong. a heavy hand there, Ooh, honey. They have a heavy honey. hand because my drink was pretty strong, and I was like, "Hey," I had like but it was affordable. Drinks. It was. It was twenty dollars. I was like, "All right, yeah." Oh my god, that was so much fun. Oh my god karaoke all right we're 20 okay minutes. we got 20 okay. minutes on this <laughs> let's go we're gonna start guys yeah all right so today yes i'm gonna tell you the story of the tail hook scandal oh my gosh so for years the navy and marine aviation officers let loose at the annual tail hook convention but when allegations of rape surface god damn it the careers of over 100 aviators go down in flames 100 it's a lot of people involved in this it's crazy so our story takes place in las vegas nevada specifically at what was then the las vegas hilton it's changed to another name now um so already we're in you know the a den of inequity a place known for bad behavior people letting loose and you know the whole like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas oh, like it's a thing right so but yeah, a but lot can, of, can, can, can rape not be on the I list, know please? rape should not be on the menu no. but a lot of businesses and organizations hold annual conventions there and it offers people attending the opportunity to play and work you mm-hmm. know like we're gonna go do the convention and then you can go gamble I you can go love, drink you I can love do Vegas. Love you know it. the whole thing yeah have you been I haven't been. Tina, fun. So much fun. Oh, my. Is there a Muck Vegas trip? Well, what? You say these things. I know. I say it. I know. I know. We got to play because we need to plan it out. P.S. We have to do an Odd Pods family thing. Yes. Oh, Lady Bros. Well, we're going to do a Lady Bros. Lady Bros. We're going to do a Lady Bros. But I definitely, we need to do an Odd Pods like. Yes. To get together. Oh my God. Yes. Can we, let's just plan it because. Okay. We, we got to plan it. We got to take the initiative. We got to plan it. We got to plan it. Well, I'm, you know, uh, locked in certain times because of my work, work, but there are a lot of days off. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. Oh, right. <gasps> karaoke. Oh my yes! God. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh yeah. Because, uh, uh, our, our beard owl. Yeah. Uh, yes, she, was she, doing, she was doing karaoke for a birthday. Lauren, karaoke. Lauren from yes. Oh, P.S. So I was thinking either Nashville or Chicago. We should do one of those cities. Nashville. I think Nashville. Yeah. Less, ex- less expensive. Nashville. I've never okay. been. Oh, Tina, <gasps> shit. Right. I've never been anywhere, so it'll be Sorry, fun wherever go. I go. Okay. So uh, basically, I feel like a lot of these conventions are just hookup opportunities anyway. Yeah. Like I know like just like in the education world when um, I had a friend that was like, oh, yeah, you know, always going to like the AP conferences and mm-hmm. and it was just like everybody hooking up afterwards. It's just oh, kind of like it's like it's fuck, gross. We remember we went to fuck yeah. fest. I mean, yes. Pod <laughs> fest. I mean, pod fest. pod fest. Yes. And I said, everybody's fucking here. Yeah. Why don't they just call it fuck? Fest? Yes. <laughs> and then that cute boy. Oh, my God. And I go, I go. <laughs> You know, every we, we met him for five seconds and I go, you know, everybody here is fucking. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was Fuck so best funny. 2020. <laughs> that was a fun trip. That was so much fun. Yeah. So a little background on the Tailhook Association. So according to their website, the Tailhook Association is an independent, fraternal, nonprofit organization 
internationally recognized as the premier supporter of the aircraft carrier and other sea-based aviation. So, um, and it further states that the purposes of the association are to foster, encourage, develop, study, and support the aircraft carrier, sea-based aircraft, both fixed and rotary wing and air crews of the United States of America. So Hmm. basically these are aviation guys and this is an organization that deals with all of the crafts. And so they have conventions that deal with, you know, different aspects of the U.S. military and the carriers and things that they use. And the word tail hook refers to the hook underneath the tail of an aircraft that catches the arresting wire suspending across the flight deck so that the plane can land. Yeah. So I'm familiar with this because Top Gun is one of my favorite movies. Oh. Just kidding. I fucking hate Top Gun. Oh. But go ahead. Okay. So (laughs) I haven't seen Top Gun in a really long time. No need. No need. So um, each year, beginning around 1956, the association holds a convention, and basically, like I said, they explore those topics, and people kind of let loose at the event. And on September 5th through 7th, 1991, mm. Tailhook held its convention, and that year's focus was a debrief on Operation Desert Storm, and about 5,000 people attended wow the convention so these are again it's like all of these like military people all uh, people who are aviators from like you know uh people sort of just joining Mm -hmm. the navy or the marines aviation divisions all the way up through like junior officers officers all the way up the line so it's a lot of people that attend and then there's other people that are you know maybe part of you know, non-military people yeah. that are part of Well, if you sell well. things, yeah. you know what I mean? So, you have conventions, they have booths where you can buy yeah, stuff. Yeah, so that it's, might it's a lot of that it. stuff, yes. So most people were professional, but some were not. And this time the rest of the world kind of learns about what happened. And, you know, I want to say behind closed doors, but mm. it was pretty blatant and just oh. out in the open, like what was happening there. Oh. So some behaviors... Kempster, writing for the Los Angeles Times, said that the men and women would moon one another. And at one point, officers moon folks hanging out. So they would basically, they were like hanging out. People were on a patio and Mm -hmm. they were up in the hotel and they would just like, you know, bare ass over the balcony. Mm -hmm. Which, listen, this is the 90s. And I went through a movie. I was going to say, I just heard when we met Medea last Sunday. Yeah. I I heard Tina like to show her ass all the time. I used to moon uh, people. And I don't know why. It just was a thing that I did. And um, one of the most embarrassing. Oh, God. (laughs) So one of my most embarrassing moments was when I don't remember where we were. I think we were at a show. We were hanging out with all these different people. And there was this guy, Rick. He was in this band called Banana Bread. And... um, (laughs) He used to like moon people all the time and he would do what was called the shamrock where like, I I just remember we'd all be on the beach hanging out and he would be like shamrock and he'd run bare butt. And then you, you jump up and you put your butt cheek on someone and that's shamrocking them. No, 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 Yeah. He used to shamrock. So thank you. No, thank you. So, oh my God. So one time we were like leaving some event. And, you know, I wanted to moon them like I so I saw the car coming and I'm like, oh, that's them coming down. And so I just lifted up my skirt and like bare butt, like, boom, right in the window of the car. (laughs) And it wasn't. God, (laughs) And it was some like middle aged man. And he's like, we're going to a party. Why don't you? (laughs) Oh, no. And I was like, ew, no, it was supposed to be. (laughs) Tina, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, My mother-in-law might be listening. I'm sorry. I love you, but oh, I was young. Tina it was crazy. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Can you imagine? Like you're driving no. in your car and some 20 year old girl like just sticks her butt. No. In the driver's side. Although I'd probably prefer that then to like do to like slow down to stare at you. Oh my God. I'd rather just see some girl's butt. Oh my God. So he also reported about butt biting that was happening. And there were a couple of different things where um, this one, one guy, I think he was like kind of high up, said, yeah, butt biting, it's been going on for like 20 years. And it's this consensual thing that couples were engaged in. Like, what the Yeah, fuck? where they would just like bite each other's butts. I don't know. Why does that have to be I don't know. I don't know. That was, but because attendees reported that they were getting bit on the butt. And so they were like, oh yeah, butt biting's kind of this thing. That I'm like, sorry. Yeah. I'm I, sorry. Yes. What year? I mean, this what is 1991. Yeah, but you don't just randomly bite someone's yeah, ass. Yeah, no, you can't do that. And then I'm someone sorry. goes, oh, it's a thing. Yeah. Actually, no, it's not a it's fucking not, thing. It's Actually, not it's a thing. not. Um, streaking was a thing, too, at this convention. Well, now we're talking. And, you know, I just think the late 1900s people were streaking because I remember <laughs> in high school, we had a streaker at our high school, like at one of the football games, one of the kids just shrieked, Yeah. Well, you know what I call across. that? A preview. <laughs> so... um Washington Post reported that there was leg shaving that was happening, that men would shave women's legs and pubic areas. Like the, and this was just happening, like, in the different... What, what do you... I, I'm, I just... Like, yeah. at a party. Here we are at a party, and they're like, I'm just going to shave your leg. It's... it's What is happening? It doesn't make sense. The other thing that they said was happening... Is shaving someone's pubic area arousing? Uh, I don't know. It sounds so... I like, don't want ew. you down there doing that. Yeah. I mean, I want you down there, but yes. I don't want you shaving pubic hair. What it's just, the it's fuck? It's just weird and random. The other thing was called I, I, zapping. And also, it's not like, it's not a fucking turn. I'm just <laughs> trying to picture, it's like not a turn on. It's not a turn on. Mm-mm. Let's get, we got things and then to you're do. At a, no, but you're Let's at a party. You're at a party and someone's just like, I'm going to shave your legs. Yeah, no, no, no. I no. don't want you to do that. So zapping. This is where they would slap stickers on someone's breast or ass. So, like, they would have these stickers that were, like, navy stickers, whatever it was. Are and people they would... just naked walking around? No, no, no. They would just come up and, like, hit you on, on your the clothes. Chair. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if they're listen. They're pulling things. What is down. this nerd fest? This I is, mean, what are these people fucking doing? Is anybody? Well, it, we're going to well, get into this. Awful we're going to get thing. into it. So but the like, other thing that they were engaged in was called ball walking. And that's where they would show their balls to people. (laughs) So they would just walk around and boom, they'd like pop their balls out. All right, I want that. I want to see balls. That's so gross. That's so funny. I love it. No one wants to see that. All right, so so some more serious events. Uh, There were strippers, sex workers, booze, drugs, porn. And the thing is, though, like, go do what you want, but this is a military-sponsored event. You know what I mean? Like, you are military personnel. You're here, you know, Uh, as an officer. Yeah, but... This is, you've heard this podcast. We've had some military fucking crazy shit on here. So the big thing that happened during tailhook, allegedly these men, besides getting drunk and acting rowdy, they assaulted women and men at uh, one of the parties. So how many people were assaulted? Well, the New York Times in an article revisiting the tailhook incident cited that 83 women and (gasps) seven men. Holy shit. So about 90 people assaulted. Oh my God. So can you imagine this? No. So thankfully, one of the women at the time came forward. Her name was Paula Coughlin, and she served as a helicopter pilot and eventually became a lieutenant. She also came from a family of Navy veterans. Mm. Both her father and grandfather served, according to the Florida Times Union of Jacksonville. And she began her service in 1985, and in 1991, she attended the Tail Hook Convention. An article in the Britannica offered some details. It notes uh, that she came forward about the assault in 1992 and publicly. Yeah. 
But prior to that, she was like trying to go yeah. to like officers yes, saying it. like, hey, yeah. this is happening. Yeah. And she spoke specifically about an event that they called the gauntlet. So the gauntlet was a fairly new activity that had happened at other com- other tailhook conventions over the years. And an ar- article by Kempster, uh, he explained that it was almost becoming a tradition, sort of like the kind of like a frat boy ritual. Um, and basically there was a gauntlet of officers lining the hallway. So there was this hallway oh, fuck. and there would be officers lining the hallway and women had to make their way through the hallway and as they went down the corridor the men would grope them make sexually explicit comments to God them damn it and he offered more information he writes that about 200 officers lined the corridor 200 which would be like scary as hell to have to but walk also, through but- and these were mainly junior officers about 21 to 26 years old and frontline noted that there would be a master of ceremonies guy who would pick women and try to get them to come to the hallway. So they would go oh, so they and they know. would find women like, oh, oh, come upstairs. my God. And they would try to lure them into the hallway. What in the motherfuck? Other women would kind of just be walking up and some were warned, like, don't go up to the third floor. And like in some of the reports I went, read, the women were like, you know, I'd heard that. And like, I, I should have listened. I shouldn't have gone up there. And it's like, no, like you should be able to walk anywhere you want in a hotel. Number one. Number two, where's the hotel staff? Saying, what are you men doing lining the hallway? There's got to be cameras. So, but can I ask you a question? Yes. Or maybe I shouldn't ask you, but any dude, like, how is that appealing? It's disgusting. So, so to be part of something like that, to grab a woman and grope her as she's walking down a hallway. Yes. That's 200. That's not oh. random men. It's, Let's it's, think about that for a and second. And how scary that must feel. And why are they participating in that? It's, it's There's not one of the 200 men, not all, one that's like, this is not a good fucking idea. They're all drunk and disgusting. And Kempster describes the hallway as reeking of vomit, oh. piss, and beer. Jesus. With the men, tru- like, basically, like, sort of too drunk to notice or care and an article in the washington post went further to say that the carpet was so full of piss vomit beer that it squished when people walked on it oh that's my how God. Like, that's wh- how, what a mess it was i mean that's foul, foul. it's one thing to like let loose so, for the weekend this is insane no this is like crazy so when a woman would approach the hallway there would be a lookout there would be a uh. scout there and the scout would call out clear deck right and that meant hey there's a good looking woman coming through and that's when the abuse started so when she and this is a quote from Kempster's article when she tried to make her way through the walls uh, through the walls would close in in a flurry of grabbing pinching groping of her breasts buttocks and legs some women had part of their clothing ripped off but god if a woman didn't meet the scout standards he'd yell wave off so then she could walk by because you know she wasn't hot enough to attack that'd be my saving grace oh please Mm. So one incident that Kempster detailed was that of a college freshman. So because there were other people in this hotel. Oh, my God. And she was drunk. They ripped off her clothes (gasps) from the waist down. They carried her overhead like she's at a fucking rock concert. And they're all touching her and grabbing her. And then they pop her on the floor, just leave her passed out on the floor afterwards. Just throw her down. 19 year old. I cannot fucking take this. And these are our military personnel, right? They're protecting our, our country and people. Another woman in a cocktail dress who attended the conference with her husband and her mother. Oh. She was lifted up. They stuck their hands between her legs, groping her the whole way, like down this fucking hall with all these men. And these women are these women aren't sober. 
So some of them were not, but some of them were, and they're but they terrifying all of these men that like how are they fighting yes. them off? Well, even if I mean being sober, that's terrifying. But even being drunk and, and knowing something is yes. happening, and, and you, you can't are, you do, don't have the wits yeah, to you even, can't do anything this is and insane. fight them off. Yeah, and they're like grabbing, like they're ripping your clothes off. They're just touching. I literally oh. just told somebody today Ugh. I said I fucking hate horror movies. He says, really? Why? I said, because I'm already scared. I don't, yeah. I'm fucking scared just to sleep alone in my house or whatever. Like, right. I don't need to know about Michael Myers. Yes. You motherfuckers <laughs> are scary. All you fucking dudes are scary. Yeah. And here you we go. You scare me. So that's not all. Oh, Some uh, other egregious behavior happened in the suites. So this is insane to me. So in one of the suites, there was this five foot eight painting of a bull rhino and they attached this like a dildo to it that dispensed drinks and they forced women to drink from what they called rhino spunk. So they would like, you know, uh, make this happen. And the drink was like rum, Kahlua, ice cream and milk. And they would Ugh. make them like, have I mean, to this, drink is from it. this is oh, no, planned. This is planned. Of course. Planned. Of course. So back to, um, Paula, who reported this, when she first reported the incident, it was sort of brushed off as like, these things happen when Navy guys get drunk sort of thing, oh, right? Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. They're just drunk. You can't hold them accountable for the pigs that they are. It's so gross. So about a month after the incident, one person, a guy named Captain Lugwig, according to a case study from Duke University, expressed concern and he wrote to the folks in charge of the hospitality suites. And one paragraph from that said, quote, finally... And most serious was the gauntlet on the third floor. I have five separate reports of young ladies, several of whom had nothing to do with tailhook, who were verbally abused, had drinks thrown on them, were physically abused, and were sexually molested. Most distressing was the fact an underage lady was severely intoxicated and had her clothing removed by members of the gauntlet. Holy fuck. Thankfully, uh, Cochrane, like Paula Cochrane, kept pushing forward with the allegations. More people start to come forward. But she's realizing, like, nothing's happening. So that's when she decides, I have to go public. Mm. And she goes public in 1992. From there, an official investigation was launched by the Naval Criminal Investigative Service, NCIS, mm. and the Inspector General. And they found 140 cases of misconduct for about 100 women. God. So Paula, of course, suffers. She faced attacks on her credibility and her integrity. She eventually had to resign from the Navy and, and she thought, like, this is going to be my career. Right. And because she came forward of their garbage behavior, now she has to resign from a career, like, that she wanted to do. Wow. So in 1995, like, she's a, a constant ill treatment. And she un ended up suing along with six others. And she they sort of, like, settled out of court mm -hmm. with that. And at the time, then-President Clinton, as reported by the Washington Post, had this to say. Another perv. Quote, the report should be taken for what it is, a very disturbing list of allegations which will have to be thoroughly examined. It should not be taken as a general indictment of the United States Navy or all the fine people who serve there. Yeah, so that okay. quote, you can take that quote and you can shove it up yeah. your fucking ass, President Clinton. Yeah. Nothing you can say about sexual assault or harassment can you imagine? is fucking taken can seriously. Because you you're a fucking piece of shit yeah. pervert too. Ugh. So fuck you and your fucking Ooh, Navy. Fuck bye. off, dick. All right, so the charges. According to Frontline, there were none. Oh. <laughs> so Frontline uh. outlined in their article, Tailhook Punishment, that out of 130 aviators, 21 um, from the Marine side 
and 119 from the Navy side faced no major charges. Apparently, Pentagon investigators looked into their behavior, and the article essentially says that they were primarily facing citations for what happened at Tailhook 91 that centered on things like, quote, indecent assault, indecent exposure, conduct unbecoming an officer, or failure to act in a proper leadership capacity. Frontline further states that nothing went to trial, and again, things were looked at more as like bad behavior than sexual assault. And the Marine that Paula uh, Coughlin like accused specifically, charges were dropped against him. Motherfucker. However, the article does note that over 300 aviators and some 14 admirals faced damage to their careers. So some notable folks impacted. Secretary of the Navy H. Lawrence Garrett III resigned. CNO mm-hmm. Admiral Frank Kelso retired in 93 because of this both of whom were at and these are admirals wow okay so they're high up both of whom were at or near the gauntlet in 91 so instead of reining these guys in right they let them go and they may have participated who knows right but they're just like oh look at the boys yeah let the boys let loose this is looked at as bad behavior i mean there's another person on the the other other end of that Who's, that are who's, living with it yeah, today? Who has been attacked? Ugh, God, like, are you out of your fucking all mind? Of those hands and bad oh behavior. My God. Oh How my about God. fucking go cut your dick off, motherfucker, Ugh. for your bad behavior? So gross. That woman has to live with that fucking shit Forever. for the rest Forever. of her life. Forever. How fucking that's bad behavior. And it's a lot. It's a lot of women. My son lying to me about eating Halloween candy is bad behavior. Yes. Not fucking sexual assault. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, a three-star Admiral Richard Dunleavy was demoted to two stars and retired. Admiral Wilson Flagg was censured for not preventing the scandal from happening. Um, but again, some didn't see any of this as a big deal. A military wiki article st- uh, cited one, Lieutenant Gary Mandich, who attended and allegedly participated and said to the press at the time, mm. quote, everyone needs to seriously lighten up. What do they expect? This is Vegas, baby. <gasps> they call this supposedly, this symposium tail hook for a reason tina can you imagine my fucking this blood is in pressure. 1990s my blood pressure are you out can of you your imagine? fucking mind Just are you out of your fucking up, mind lighten up people it's vegas baby like it's so what gross fucking house did this person grow up in i am He's so lute- sorry he was a lieutenant i am so sorry a lieutenant that your mother Ugh. didn't fucking teach you respect you piece of shit. And I'm also, I'm even more sorry that we have a fucking justice system and a military that system does, set up doesn't do that anything. also doesn't respect doesn't women. Doesn't do anything. These motherfuckers have gotten away with shit for, for way too, too long. fucking long. Way too long. Vegas, baby? Oh, good. good. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, then you know what? Tina... We can't yeah. go to Vegas because that means anybody can get up in my yes. fucking snatch anytime they want. Yeah. You can no. just take whatever you want from me. Give me a break. You can fuck me, rape uh. me because it's fucking Vegas. I've stepped into the fucking yeah. Vegas city limits. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 okay. Tail hook for Oh, a okay. Sure. So gross. Sure. So fuck they go you. there knowing. They go there knowing that they get to yes! do this. Yes, it's a fucking, this is uh, all, they made a drink come out of, it's they a fr- literally made a fucking drink come out of a fucking yes. uh, co- uh, dildo to make women drink it that looked like fucking cum. That's yeah. what they did. They they made the drink look like that. I mean, this was planned. Yes. These motherfuckers don't know how to fucking put the toilet seat down yes. at home, but they but know how they, to make rhino cum yes. for a woman to shove yes. a woman's face in. Ugh. 
I get. I know. I'm sorry. You texted me and said, <laughs> "I hear you screaming already," and I should have known. This is Hil- screaming. Hillary is back. She's back. <laughs> <laughs> screaming. Hillary is back, baby. You're welcome. So aftermath. So some good things happened after Frontline reported that any officer up for a promotion had to indicate whether or not he attended Tailhook 91. And if he, she did, then the officer in question would have to have an additional evaluation. So a lot of people like lost the opportunity to move up because of what happened. Well, that's good. So that's something. Yes. A zero tolerance policy went into place. But as of 2013, and this was an article that I had found, uh, the Times reported that 26,000 people reported assaults. And a Times article from this year noted that one in four service women are assaulted. Yeah. 25%. So they do have the zero tolerance, but no. it's 2021 and Tina, 25% Tina. of our women are still getting assaulted in the military. If they think that that what happened in Vegas, the military thinks that was bad behavior. Like what's happening else? What do you think is in happening? The barracks, That's in barracks. Like That's places. right. That's oh, right. This is, this is, this is a real thing. This is a real <sighs> fucking thing. So as I noted above, officers resigned, many more were censured and censured basically means that they were reprimanded, which yeah. it doesn't, that's, it's not anything super huge or major at least i don't think so Mm-mm. and then another thing that happened was that the navy broke ties with the tailhook association good That's and a good the tailhook association of course lost a lot a lot of membership uh due to the scandal though the new york times reported in 2000 that the navy had restored its ties noting oh. though that congress wanted to make sure that more women were represented and that it didn't become an environment that basically is like a toxic masculinity kind of environment oh, oh, i'm sorry congress- However, yeah how are we doing that congress is gonna they're gonna we want that's how they're gonna solve the problem of male and this toxic thing is we're gonna have to put more women in that place yeah congress should have said go fuck yourself to the military when they said the military goes we want to do tailhook yeah congress should have said you're banned from tailhook we have to be your mommy now you can't fucking go so some points of interest some criticism occurred where folks felt that it wasn't really fair for all these men to have damage to their careers or miss out on promotions just because they attended Tina. and i get it like if you attended okay and and because there were many men that didn't participate that weren't in the hallway that were there were five thousand people there right but if they were engaging in that behavior or turning a blind eye hello then you're just as responsible That's you right. don't get to get promoted because you know that on the third floor there's a bunch of assholes up there yep. you should be up there saying we're not doing yeah. this so sucks for you there's what is who, who was it michelle rayner was it was it Representative Rainer we had on here? We were talking about police policing and yes. the bill that she was doing with Chevron Jones that didn't get to go oh, anywhere yes, last yes, session. Yes. And she said, if you can't have if you have a hundred cops and ninety nine of them are good but one isn't or something, yeah. you've got a hundred bad cops. Yes, because you've got they all know there's this one fucking and cop they're not doing anything and they're not saying anything. Got to say something. So according to a Washington Post article, some reports did acknowledge that some men tried to stop what was happening, but the bad basically outshined the good, and most folks who attended were tarnished by the scandal. Um, the Wiki article on Tailhook has a guy, and I I don't know how well the resolution is going because it's a small picture, but there's a guy at the convention in one of the rooms with a shirt that says women are property. Oh, yeah. Tina, when's the end of this story? I know, I'm almost my fucking done. head, so here's- I cannot... <laughs> I can't even so make a I'm going to end, I'm going to end, I'm going to end on, on, uh, our whistleblower, uh, Paula. Yes. So she now runs a yoga studio here in Florida. Aww. And while she runs her own business, she actually struggled finding work when she left in 1995, even in the, in the private sector, mm-hmm. because she was essentially persecuted for speaking out. Jesus. So then she starts like her own, um, yoga studio 
And she also still speaks about the retaliation women face, specifically in the military when Mm. they come out about assault. And in 2012, she had this to say at, um, she was speaking with uh, this organization and she said, quote, what happened to me 20 years ago was really difficult. But I know that when you have an experience like that in your life and you gain compassion and empathy and knowledge, you can use that so people coming behind you don't have to suffer. Mm. So there's a documentary also called The Invisible War that examines rape and assault among both men and women in the military that she was a part of too. So that's the story. That's the story of the tailhook scandal. Can you imagine? That's not that long ago in our history. No, I'm I'm beside (sighs) myself right now. I do, Tina. Maybe you'll lighten things up. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> right. It's Halloween. We're just having scary, Baby, awful. Let me sing you some Phoebe Bridgers. <gasps> it's a song called Halloween. Oh. Baby, hi. it's Halloween. Oh, so we cute. can be anything. Oh, come on, man. We can be anything. Oh, oh look how cute. I love Phoebe Bridger so oh much. Oh, my God. Also, I'm in love with her, and I'd like to marry her, if that's okay. possible. Can we do that? Yeah. Well, okay. maybe we can get her on the podcast. <gasps> Don't even fuck with I me. Know. Stop fucking with <laughs> me. <laughs> hey, I'm Lauren. And I'm John. And we host the Beard Out Podcast, the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Beard Out. And a lot of other things. We're funny. Uh, yeah, that's basically what I told him to say. Good job with your I script. Listen. Yay. Uh, but no, seriously, we try and pair a beer with a Weird Al song and talk about both things and go where the conversation takes us. It's fun. I promise. You'll like it. Yeah. I mean, if you like talking about random things as well as, you know, fine craft beers and some wonderful craft music. Craft music. I love it. So, but not craft singles. So far, this promo is going about as smoothly as one of our episodes. Absolutely. If this has enticed you in any way, please go to BeardOutPodcast.com. HTTP colon <laughs> slash slash www.BeardOutPodcast.com. I repeat http if you want it to be if you want it to be secure https colon slash www.beardoutpodcast.com bye bye so today i need you to give me a little bit of leeway because there's politics involved but I really wanted to do the story oh, more because okay. it's a hometown. <gasps> and also it's something we've talked about before. Like there's, a, there's an element to this that we have talked about that we loved part of our lives that we fucking love so much that I was like, holy fuck, I have to do the story. Yes. Okay. It's, listen, it's our, yes, this is our podcast. I know. And I we know. can do what we want. I mean, it's very true crime. There is politics involved, but not as much as like, it's a mucky politician. Who cares? Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> But I know that you'll love it, so I was like, I, I have can't to do it. Wait. <laughs> okay, I am as doing. As long as there's a taste of politics. Yeah, there's a bit. There's a bit. There's a bit. That's it. I don't know if it counts. Uh, P.S. Uh, everything's political, so there. Now, boom, now we can do what we want. That's the fucking truth. Now we can do what we want. <laughs> <laughs> Who's paying my bills? I'm paying them no mind. This is our fucking podcast. All right, I'm going to cover the murder of Gus Boulis. Boulis. It's an. It's Greek. 
Oh. B-O-U-L-I-S. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing that's how you say it. I looked it up. Bulis, 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 Bulis. So Gus Bulis was born in Kavala, a city in northern Greece. Um, and after finishing school, he would go every day. He would run to his father's boat when it came up. Like his father was a fisherman. And um, so he wanted to get out of Greece because his brother died when they were younger of an electrocution, like an accident. <gasps> oh, so he's like, I got to get no. out of here. I want a new life. I want to oh, go. You know what I mean? That's awful. Yeah. So he took classes in ship mechanics at age 16 to pre- prepare, ah, prepare himself with skills necessary for a future in the United States. And in July of 1971, while working at a dry cleaning school sto- store in Canada, he uh, met a 16-year-old receptionist named Efforsini or Francis, oh. who was also originating from that part of Greece. You know uh, there, the, okay, Greek so there's a works. lot of, um, so there's a lot of uh, Greeks in Canada. I have a very good oh. friend whose uh, whole family yeah. is um, Greek. She speaks Greek and she nice. came down here for school and I love my friend Darlene. I think she might, maybe she listens. I think I sent her the link. She would know the story then. a long time she ago. She would know the story. But yeah, they're all up there. So she moved yeah. back. So, she, you know, when you live in those kind of communities, everybody, like when you moved to, there was a part, didn't you, when you were in Pennsylvania? There's like a the lot of Italian, Italian there's, I mean, Yeah. I mean, there's pockets of that stuff. Yes. Yes. So, um, and let me tell you that Greek food. Oh my God. She used to make the desserts with, what's the one with the honey and the baklava. nuts? Oh my God. She yeah. would make that like homemade. I fucking, oh. Baklava is hard to make, by the way. She, Very was, hard to make. She, it was amazing. With the phyllo dough. Yes. Very so the day that he met her, he gets detained as being an, uh, you know, illegal migrant or, you know what I oh. mean? Like uh, not having the work papers, whatever, because okay. he kind of snuck into the country. Okay. Um, so they get married. Because she has her citizenship. Oh, good. So they get married so he can get his Canadian citizenship, what he did, which he did. Um, and with four, within four years, they had two sons, Christos and, or Christos? Christos, probably. And Panagiotis. They're not going to oh. let me into Greece after I butcher <laughs> all of these names today. So eventually she moves back to Greece with the oh. two sons oh. so he can stay here because she wanted to be near her family. Okay. And so he stays here to start working and... Um, he does. He builds all these several businesses a little bit later on. But uh, during that time, he was just known as like this tireless hard worker. And um, everything he did was to perfection. You know, he was just really working hard. He wanted to be successful and he wanted to build this life here. And so um, that's what he did. He does. So he starts okay. off as this fisherman. He's working as a dry cleaning place. And then he gets a job as a dishwasher at a restaurant called Mr. Submarine, which is a chain restaurant in Canada. Okay, this is feeling, Mr. Submarine feels very familiar Okay, to hold, me. On, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. I know you might know part of the story, but. So the original owners of Mr. Submarine, um, were, which is also known as Mr. Sub, were Jack Levinson and Earl Lindson. And um, he bas- Gus basically tells them, like, this is how you can franchise this business. Oh. And shows them the ways that they can do all of these things. And so he had started off his dishwasher and like worked his way up in one of these restaurants. And then they offered him this restaurant to run. Oh, Hey, so he starts taking over control of that restaurant. And then before you know it, he's running multiple stores for them. Yeah. They're giving him shares in the corporation. Wow. And in five years with the company, Bullis, uh, Bullis, uh, developed a chain of over 200 restaurants for them. Wow. So it's like their subway. Yes. Okay. So, uh, he sells his shares of the company cause he's like, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to go to Florida. Oh, no. I'm going to go build no. something down there. So he sells his shares of the company. To Florida. <laughs> he sells God his shares. Damn it. In the mid-70s, he shares his sales and becomes a multimillionaire at 25 years old. 
Wow. Yeah. And the wife is still now, so the wife is probably like, yeah. can I come back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in 1979, he moves to Florida with the intent of like almost to retire. Like he didn't have to work anymore, even though he's 25, oh. right? Like he didn't have to do anything. Why can't this happen to me? Oh, please. Where's my franchise? Please. <laughs> so within days of arriving here, he meets somebody. He meets this 18-year-old Margaret Hyron, and they become a couple. Wait. Yeah. What about the wife and the kids over in? Please. God dang it. So the two of them, they find this like old restaurant in Key West and they renovate it and it becomes successful. And then two years later, he constructs his first hotel, which is the Marriott Key Largo Beach Resort. Oh, shit. Yeah. So he's making all kinds of money. He's doing it. So eventually they have two sons together. They never get married, but these two have sons together. So, and then Francis, his first wife. Yeah. You know, she remains in Greece, but she files for divorce and for like half his assets. Well, right? good. She should get something. Yeah. I yes. mean. I agree. I mean, hello. She's been raising the kids. <sighs> Lord. In May of 1994, uh, Boulis, I hope I'm saying this right, he buys a legendary mafia restaurant in Hollywood, Florida. It was called the Joe Sonkin's Gold Coast Restaurant and Lounge. And he flips it and he turns it into a new restaurant called Miami Subs <gasps> Grill. What? Okay. So he's the founder of Miami Subs. Which is a huge franchise. Yes. It used to be super big. Like back in like late 90s, early 2000s. Yes. It was a thing. Yes. Not so much anymore. No. But Miami Subs was a thing. Yeah. So he started it. Wow. And And he knows the sub business. Yeah. So he continued. And it had, there was Greek, remember they had, they had gyros and all this really good food. Yeah, they did. Yes. So he continued his success in the food business, expanding the Miami Subs chain throughout Florida and beyond. And he sold the Miami Subs grill chain to the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Company in 1999 for $4.2 million. Wow. So now how you know, sometimes you'll see a Miami Subs and they have a Nathan's Hot Dog inside. That's why. That's why. Which, by the way, when you say that it used to be big, I think this is why. It kind of waters down the product when you have two other businesses in the same building. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because you want... And you don't see them anymore. And I also thought that selling this chain for $4.2 is not very much. No, not compared to what he had Maybe he kept a part of the business or something. Or maybe they're just... Maybe it wasn't as widespread as like the 200 or whatever he had in that other one. Yeah, maybe. So... Still, that's $4 million. Here's the first like... Uh-oh. This is the first thing where I was like, I've got to do this story. So in 1994, Gus Boulis took 300 of his Miami Subs Grill employees aboard a Las Vegas-style gambling ship for a party. Oh, Las Vegas again. <laughs> Here we go. This experience inspired him to purchase the Sir Winston, which was a boat, for $2 million only a few days later, a 100-foot cruise ship, which he rapidly converted into a casino ship. Oh, shit. It oh, was this that, is our other muck thing that we're going to do. It was this that based the grounds for his new venture. Bullis founded the Sun Cruise Casino no! Boat Company. In the 19- cruise is to nowhere, Yes, that's what it is. What are you talking about? He founded the company in 1994 in Key Largo. This is, we've what? talked about this on the yes. show. Yes. Okay. Where you'd and get on this is, boat and you go This is where out. we're going to have a live show of us <laughs> on a cruise to nowhere. People can gamble yes. and drink and we yeah. can have a show. Yeah. And we could do karaoke. Okay. Okay. We're making this we're happen. We're doing this. So the cruise line, it was a cruise line with quote cruises to nowhere as the passengers would gamble on the voyage as the ships would travel out into international yeah, waters. I mean it's a brilliant idea. Yeah we're Florida gambling. Brilliant there, there was idea. No, they couldn't, no you couldn't do anything right. here then. So as kids we've talked about this. I mean yes. I was 18 years old on yes. the ship drinking. Yes me too. Gambling. Yep. Smoking sugar yes. honey. Like please. It was like I, would bring, hour. I remember I would bring the little two. Uh, 
Uh oh. Yeah. Pause. But it was um it was called a dugout. I'll just say I brought a dugout with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do you, you could do what you wanted. Could do anything yes. on these boats. But by the way, a lot of those things that we were doing, we still were not supposed to be doing. Yeah, but I don't it think didn't we ma- were supposed to be drinking. No, you could drink. At 18? Yeah, because okay. you're on the international waters, okay. I believe so. Well, I don't know, I did. Nobody asked us anything. It's in, this is crazy. Yeah. People Again. Just drink and it would be and it was like young people. I, I remember, went out there the day I graduated high school, we went out on one of these cruises to nowhere. I mean, it's fun. And everybody there was 18. It's fucking insane. Yeah, okay. and you're all trapped on a boat together. Yeah, just... and the boat, remember we were talking about and how the, they were and rusty the, and shit. Yeah, like, they're small. To fall apart. And there's oh gotta be God. creeps on the boat. Come yes. on. Yes. Right? So Bula's, lar- his largest and most profitable gambling boat was docked on the international, I'm sorry, at the Intercoastal Waterway in Hollywood, Florida. Yes. Where he had the support <laughs> of Mayor Mara Giuli- Giulianti. So this is a little yes. bit of the political yeah. part. Okay, yes. Yeah. So however, in Holly in the Hollywood community, beach activists led by city commissioner John F. Coleman strongly opposed the gambling boat operation. The sheriff of the area, Ken Jenny. Oh no. Gotta cover him. Have to cover Ken yes. Jenny. He worked repeatedly with Attorney General Bob Butterworth. Remember that oh guy? Oh my god. <laughs> These names are so fucking I know. good. To end operations of the company as they strongly opposed it. Oh come um, on. People are just having fun. Mm. On one instance in 1998, the pair shut down three Sun Cruise casino boats and showed up uh, on the Sun Cruise 5, the, that's the name of the boat, with police forces and seized over 300 gambling machines, ship equipment, and nearly $630,000 in cash. Dang. After undercover officers completed a nine-month investigation to catch Sun Cruise practicing gambling within the three-mile limit. So they were coming, they were still allowing that gambling to happen oh my God. before they got to the waters or, you know. I have so, to find, I have a, I think I have a picture of me and my dad. Yes, you told me your dad would go yeah, on Yeah, my dad you. used to look, because my dad looks, loves to gamble. Oh. Yeah, loved it. So we would go, I think I have pictures of, anytime anyone come from Italy, we're going on the cruise to oh nowhere. Oh my God, boy, I, you were probably on there. We were probably on there with these fucking yes. people invest, undercover investigating. Yes. Oh, it's so exciting. So, <laughs> so this was fought in court to which Sun Cruise <gasps> What if won- we were on the cruise at the same time and we didn't that, oh, know Oh, that it. totally fucking happened. <gasps> that totally happened. Oh my God. No doubt. Okay. Um... <laughs> So this was fought in court, which to, to which Sun Cruise won the case because there was no probable cause for the state attorney general's office to seize the equipment yes. and money. So Mayor Mara uh, Giulianti lobbied to have Bullis finance uh, and build what was called the, quote, Diamond on the Beach, Beach Hotel, a deal that ultimately fell through. So she was trying to get him involved in other yes. things in Hollywood. His business drew opposition from the f- other Florida government officials regarding questions on when Bullis attained his American citizenship. Oh. The government alleged he purchased some of his Sun Cruise gambling boats before he became a U.S. citizen. In February 2000, Bullis settled with federal authorities by agreeing to sell his interest in Sun Cruise business within three years and pay a $500,000 fine. So he got caught on Sun. It's one of these things happened, right? So he's got to get rid of this business. According to the Brown Palm Beach New Times, Gus Bullis had also registered his casino boats under his former girlfriend's name, Margaret Hen. They had broken up at the time to hide his ownership. Oh, no. So in September 2000, Bullis had agreed to sell Sun Cruise to Jack Abramoff and Adam Kadan for (gasps) $147.5 million. What? God dang it. Yeah, because that's a money-making fucking boat, dude. 
I so, mean, now um, I guess with Hard Rock and other things, I don't like. Yeah. Do people even go on those? Boats? Well, we didn't have. Le- that's the only legal gambling yeah. we had. We're at the uh, reservation. Yes, you know what I mean. Otherwise, you couldn't. You couldn't. No. But Hard Rock wasn't there. Remember, Hard Rock. Like, but they had those little ones, the, the small seminal, ones, yeah, 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 the yeah. small ones. But that's so, not the same. Not the same. Uh, and in the deal, Bullis kept a silent ten percent interest, accepting a twenty million dollar promissory note in lieu of the twenty three million dollar cash down payment. I had a whole thing in here where I was going to tell you more about Jack Abramoff and Adam Kadan because that Jack Abramoff name should sound very familiar to you. He is a huge Washington, D.C. lobbyist oh. and was so corrupt. And so was this guy, Adam <gasps> Kadan. And they got into a lot of trouble. And he, just this was like the tip of the iceberg of the shit that they were involved in. And I just didn't put wow. any of it in there because <laughs> it's fine. I ran out of time. So, um, th- so, so here comes the fucking muck of it. This is insane. Are you ready? On February 6, 2001, Gus Bullis was gunned down <gasps> in a gangland-style shooting what? by assailants in two cars, dying in a hail of hollow-point <gasps> bullets on a dimly-lit street blocks from his Fort Lauderdale office. No! Yeah. Three men were charged with the murder of Bullis. Here, here are their names. Anthony Lil Tony Ferrari <gasps> was arrested in North Miami Beach. Uh, J- James Pudgy Fiorillo was arrested on September 26, and Anthony Big Tony Moscatello, Moscatello, Moscatillo was arrested at the Howard Beach home in his, at his Howard Beach home in New York. So, you know they got them nicknames. You know who yes. they're from, honey. You know where they're yeah. from, right? We got some mafia but up in why? here. Okay, so an obscure law against foreign ownership of the yachts led Bullis to sell his fleet to a business partnership headed by influential Washington D.C. lobbyist Jack Abramoff and Adam Kadan, who was his business partner. And Kadan and Bullis did not get along. And they actually each accuse each other of like threatening the other person with violence all the time. And um, the heart of their disagreement was later revealed to be fraud because Abramoff and Kadan, Kadan never paid Bullis for the business, <gasps> right? And so Bullis was trying to get regain control of the Sun Cruise casinos. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a lot like, of money. Give me my fucking yeah. shit back. So Kadan testified that he sought protection from New York mobsters because he feared Bullis would have would try to have him killed. And Moscatello known as Big Tony, was a reputed associate of the Gambino crime Uh-oh. family. And though he was consistently, although he is consistently denied having any such connection. Uh-huh. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> so according to prosecutors, Moscatelio um, saw his relationship with Kadan as a steady funding stream, right? And Bullis was a threat to the operation. So Kadan went to him and was like, you know, was probably giving him money from this casino business and was like, this guy's trying to stop us from owning the business and it would have stopped money going to... The mafia. Yeah. So oh, what are we going to do no. about that? So it was Moscatelio. Uh, prosecutors argued that at the first two trials, who decided to kill Bullis and Ferrari or little Tony assisted with the plan along with the third man, James Pudgy Fiorillo, Ferrillo, who helped carry it out. So the gunman prosecutors believe was a reputed mob hit man named John Garino, who was later killed in unrelated shooting like two years later. So he never got held accountable either as the wow. actual shooter. But the other three were like there. How did they figure it out? It was them. I wonder. I mean, I I think because they started looking into this deal and saw the connection between that guy. Yes. Moscatello and Ferrari were charged with first-degree murder, conspiracy to commit murder, and solicitation to commit murder. Fiorillo was charged with first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder. And it was alleged that Kadan had hired Anthony Moscatello as a business advisor. For this job. Dang. And despite a previous indictment as a former bookkeeper for the Gambino crime family, he paid him $145,000 through Sun Cruise Casinos <gasps> for services that were allegedly never rendered. 
Um, wow. And Ferrari had also received $95,000 from Sun Cruise as payment for security services in addition to further sums in casino chips. Like, All what right. if we were on there when Kadan owned it? Oh. And there was mafia <gasps> as security, Tina. Hi. Holy shit. That's fun. We were 18. I know. What the fuck are we doing on this boat? I can't even believe I was on this fucking boat. Oh, my God. So in May 2006, Adam Kadan... Adam Kadan told authorities that Moscatelio and Ferrari confided in him that another Gotti associate, John Carino, had killed Bullis. So this guy started t- singing. Yeah. Stool pigeon. Ferrari, Filio, Moscatelio were held at the Broward County Jail. And after numerous trials, delays, Fiorilio pleaded guilty to conspiracy in 2012. And Ferrari was convicted of first degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Wow. And on July 1st, 2015, Moscatelio was convicted of first degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder. I mean, that's a long time after yeah because they kept uh, the trials kept getting delayed for yes. different reasons but yeah um and he was sentenced to life in prison following the sentence recommendation of the jury that convicted him Whoa. so a little bit about abramoff this is like the end of it and kadan so they on august 11th 2005 abramoff and kadan were indicted by a federal grand jury in fort lauderdale florida on fraud charges relating to the disputed 23 million dollar bank transfer used as a down payment for the purchase of sun cruise casinos oh. so kadan pleaded guilty in 2005 and abramoff Abram Abramhoff pleaded guilty in 2006. They were doing all kinds of scams, and uh. I'm going to cover cover Abramoff eventually because he had a whole scam with um, some Native American tribes, some indigenous tribes, where oh he was trying God. to screw that. They got fucking screwed over by him. Uh, that really took him of down. Course but he they did. were just scamming all the time. Just and they scamming just, all the time. Yeah, and they. I mean, how long did jail time did they get? Probably not. Not much. very much. No. This is, but Abramoff was huge. He's a big Republican lobbyist. He worked with Reagan and Bush, um, the first Bush, George uh, George H W. Yeah, so that's the murder of Gus Bulas. Wow, I know. Remind me to tell you on our Patreon only special. Hello, yes, that you guys should really sign up for about um, you know uh, it's a little mob story I have. Oh, little, no, no big deal. It's a little. Girl, ooh, I know. So hey, that's pretty good. That was very good. Political though, yeah. There's right. lobbyists involved. I think so. Yeah, I think it's hundred you percent know, political. I mentioned some some people in Hollywood. The lobbyists essentially led to the death of a person. Yes. So there. Yes. So, so take that. Yes. We don't have to explain ourselves. Yeah. Who do you think you are, even asking that? <laughs> who are you, people? Anyway. Oh, we love you guys. Oh, hi. Join our Patreon. <laughs> Go rate and review. We haven't asked oh. you guys to rate or review. We really need, uh, you know, just hop on that apple. Just hit those five stars, baby. P.S. We are going to be celebrating our 100th episode coming up. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's and super exciting. We have some giveaways we're going to have. Um, I already have one of our things that we're going to do as yes. a giveaway. We got to figure out how we're going to do like a retweet thing or, or, or like mention us retweet or like repost our Instagram posts and like yeah. tag five friends or something like that. We'll do something we'll put fun. your name in a hat to yes. like pull something out. <gasps> but we have, I got one thing, which is basically like a toy, but it's so cool and yes. cute. And um, Anti-Hate Adventure Boys <gasps> is going to donate some stuff <gasps> for us. Anti-hate Although he's offered, to, he's offered to donate it, but you know how much I love Bluebird. I do I not. I told him, I don't want to take money out of your pocket, bro. Yeah. I mean, homie. So <gasps> I might just buy it. Because oh. I don't, I know, he's so sweet to he's offer. He's so but sweet. I want to give him money. Like, amazingly sweet. He's incredible. I mean. He, and he's just, we repost his stuff, and he's like, God, I really love that you guys do this. And I, 
We are here to support. Oh my God. Let us do 100% that. hundred percent support. Yes. And I, yeah, I have some other ideas that I think would be fun. Yeah. So look, yes. we're, I'm looking forward to episode 100. <gasps> Although I still don't know what we're doing. We don't know yet, but it'll, listen, it's going to, whatever it is, it will be amazing. Yeah. Just know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How dare you? What, How why is this audience what so hostile? Going, what's going God on, guys? It. Is it Halloween? Just eat some candy. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm going to eat so much candy today. So I'm Ooh, just going to do I it. I just ate a little bag of Skittles. Look at that. Eee, while Ooh, we were talking. Skittles. <laughs> yes, honey. Oh, wait. Okay. It's Halloween. So. Baby, it's hot. I need to know. I need to know. What is your favorite? My husband and oh. I had this conversation yesterday while we walked the dog. And I wanted to know from him, what is your favorite out of Halloween candy? Your favorite like chocolatey, caramelly oh, yeah, kind yeah. of chocolate category. Yes. And then what is your favorite like sweet, sugary, yes. you know, non-chocolate, non-caramel candy? Okay. Without <gasps> a effing uh -oh. doubt. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Snickers <gasps> all the fucking way. Give me a Snickers. Ooh. Yes. I will okay. take it. Um, non-chocolate, Swedish fish. I love Swedish That's fish. That's Manny's favorite. It That's is? That's what he said. He was like Swedish Manny. fish. But I, I know Manny will be on the right page of the right like this too because you only eat red Swedish fish. Do not yeah. bring me no, 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 no. some yellow, classic green. The no. classic Swedish fish. Give me fish. the red. That's it. That's all that I want. Yeah, he did classic. And then his is the Baby Ruth. Oh, those are good too. Baby Ruth is good. This very, a lot of nougat. Nougat? Yes. <laughs> That's all right. Yes. Nougat. Caramel. Nougat is how you say it. Mm. <laughs> what about you? What's yours? Oh. My favorite, like, I guess in the Halloween, I love a Kit Kat. Okay. I, I don't know. Do you eat, let me ask you how you eat a Kit Kat. You just bite into it or do you no, eat layer no, by no, layer? No, 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 You, you have layer? to break off the bars like one by one. Yes, I know you break off the bar, but then how do you eat that bar? You just bite into the bar? Yeah. Okay, I've. I actually eat it like I just take the each wafer. <gasps> I like take a wafer. I've at never a time. done that. It, it prolongs it. It makes it feel Ooh. like there's more than what's actually happening. My God. I know. But I got to tell you, I. I I uh, I hate when adults dress up for Halloween. It makes me so insane. But I am so excited for this Halloween. Uh, I am yes. wearing my Phoebe Bridgers. Dress I don't up. give a Who F. Cares? I love giving fucking candy. Yes. Away. These kids are so goddamn They're cute so when they come cute. through the door. It makes me so happy. So cute. But then it becomes to a point where I'm like, just turn the lights off. Yes. <laughs> Forget well, it. Well, we usually we turn usually I mean we've just always put a bowl out with like a take one please oh, no, because no, no. we're always out. No, no. And no, then no. by the time we come back, it's it's late and my. My street isn't a popular street. Okay. So we can't we, do that. We've come, home, we've come home sometime and it's still full. Yeah. No, ours would be dumped in five seconds. So, there was oh, no way shit would be I left. have to ask if you remember this because I was like going down memory lane of like candy as a kid. Mm -hmm. Did you remember this is like a total 80s candy reference? Yeah. It was like these bracelets and necklace that yes. had the candy on it and uh, you would sit. Tina, I, I swear to God, I've had one in the last year. Are you serious? Yes. I, I think I got them at like Jackson's And it would be or like something. so gross because it would be like wet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the string would be wet. You're chewing on the string. They're like the elastic. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. But I, I like, I mean, I used to fucking yeah. love those. Yeah. Some of them, if you got a really good one, it was the little rings, but then they had like a, a, a big, bigger like, diamond in the middle. Yeah. It was like a candy diamond. <laughs> I don't even remember what they were called, but or where you would get them. It's like candy necklace or something. Yeah. Yeah. So good uh, well i guess get ready for hollow for christmas you're gonna have a candy oh, necklace in your stocking. that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> all right all right well listen i'll see you. this is a long we're making up for I our know. shorter episodes with these long episodes yeah but things in the beginning needed to be said yes oh. these motherfuckers God. i can't curse someone else's kids on my house oh, right now i hate this i hate everything Baby, it's i hope your halloween was amazing everyone oh.
be any. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please follow the episode notes on our website, themuckpodcast.fireside.fm, and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support and different goodies for each level, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do it without you. 